0: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Serial Killers Cafe. I'm your host Stephanie, here with my co-host Ariel. Hi
1: guys.
0: And this week we are talking about Patrick David McKay, or Mackey. I know, I was trying to debate which one yeah. it would be. I know, I'm
1: going to go with Mackey because it sounds better. Okay, agreed. His name should be Mackie, so.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's how we're starting this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, before we dive in, today, Ariel and I are both drinking the same thing, some mm-hmm. hot chocolate. Mm,
1: and it's
0: so good um supposedly we have a snowstorm coming but we live in new england so we never know if the storm's actually coming right. if it's going to be two inches or 200 like there's just it's always a big toss-up correct uh but we're gonna pretend like we're gonna get snowed and it's gonna be fun because right. it hasn't happened yet this year so that's where it we're at it
1: hasn't I know. I know
0: like i'm almost disappointed
1: almost like i'm <laughs> like, totally ready for spring but like there can i, I just get one really good just
0: like one good storm That, like, keeps me in the house and forces me to do nothing? Yes, and drink hot chocolate and be
1: snuggled on my couch.
0: Which is actually what we're doing right now, guys. We are (laughs) snuggling on my couch drinking hot chocolate. Seriously,
1: like, under blankets and everything.
0: Living our best (laughs) lives. So,
1: uh,
0: first we want to make sure we give a shout-out to Paul S., who sent us today's serial killer to chat about.
1: Yeah, thanks, Paul.
0: Um, Super excited to dive into this guy. He actually has some really great points, so... When Paul sent him to us, Errol and I did some research on him, and we're actually really excited to dive in. So, uh, with that in mind, Errol, why don't yeah, you take let's it talk away? About
1: All right, so Patrick Mackey was born to Harold and Marion Mackey. Um, I guess his mom was of Creole descent, and his uh, father had met her in, how do I say this?
0: Creole? No, no, you said Creole, sorry. Ghana?
1: Is that how you say Ghana? That's how you spell Ghana? Yep. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh, um, met her in
0: Ghana. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Took my brain a minute to catch up to that. Yeah, that was
1: just bad. I'm real sorry, guys. Um, anyways, like most of the killers that we cover, um, Mackie was a victim of physical abuse um, from his father. And it seems like it was a pretty significant abuse. Um thankfully for him i guess his father died when um patrick was only 10. however for some reason and i find this very very strange that he became quote the man of the house but apparently that meant that it was his job to like beat on his mother and sisters
0: that so, is very uncomfortable.
1: Right? That The whole sentence, I was just like, I don't like any... This makes me so uncomfortable.
0: You were like, um, I'm reading... This is... Yeah, no, that's what they meant. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes we wonder. Like, sometimes we're not sure. And then we're like, oh, no, that's, that's exactly what they mean.
1: I think because, you know, from the time he... You know, until he was 10, his father died. His dad just beat the crap out of him and probably his mom and his sisters. So when his dad died... Patrick must have just thought, like, okay, well, this is what we do. Um, So that's pretty fucked up. So um, his mother ends up moving them around a couple different times. But really, as a whole, like, the family life is just not great. Uh, And police end up getting called to the house a lot. And by a lot, I mean, like, three to four times a week. Wow, that's aggressive. Right? That's insane. So, they were definitely uh, frequent flyers, you could say that. Um, he actually ends up getting removed from his family home. Not charging. Sure, wait. On 18 different occasions. occasions what now? I, I know. Oh, my goodness. So, and this is from the age of 12, starting at 12. So, he's just a kid. And I assume he was removed for just beating the shit out of his family.
0: Um, and Oh, sh- oh Okay. I, like, thought he was removed because of the abuse, but he was the abuser. He was the abuser, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's Um, crazy. And so not only is he removed from the house by law enforcement, but he ends up, like, being institutionalized a couple different times. He has to go to these, like, special schools uh, and ultimately ends up in prison. Um, And so apparently... You know, like, when you go, when you get institutionalized, or even in prison, especially if you're young, um, there's therapists and doctors and stuff that study you, and apparently there was a police officer and a teacher who both predicted that Patrick Mackey would go on to kill. Like, they were like, yeah, this kid's, like, pretty messed up and is probably going to be a serial killer.
0: And a lot of people will say it like, oh, he'll probably be a serial killer. Right. But very rarely is it like...
1: Well, and these were trained professionals... So I feel like probably like in their reports, they were like, "Mm, people should pay attention to this kid because he's probably going to kill people. Yikes. So Patrick was actually also prone um, to a lot of tantrums and most of which appeared to be violent and full of anger. He also, unfortunately, um, had some cases with animal cruelty. As well as arson. Again,
0: also very common
1: right. themes. So those are all part of the McDonald triad. I was going to
0: say the triad, yeah.
1: And not only was it animal cruelty and arson, but he liked to actually light animals on fire. So he just, like, put
0: it all in one, one Oh, that sounds terrible. Well, I know. Like I hope you But, like, it, it sounds fire. terrible because, like, I can't imagine being like, I'm going to watch this. It's going to be great.
1: Right. Um, he also was known for just being a bully in school and in general. Um, and he would steal from people, particularly elderly women. Or just people on the street. Just be like a little pickpocket. Um, he actually, on one occasion, attempted to kill his mother and his aunt. Yikes. I know. So, like, basically, his whole life was just preparing him to be a serial killer.
0: Well, and that's like... <laughs> You know, you have to say, like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, serial killers are born with, like, certain genes and, like, mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, yeah, but, like, some serial killers then end up in, like, really loving great homes and, like, right. don't admit, think of it, maybe, but, like, don't necessarily act on it, whereas others are like, you know what, we're good. we've done everything in our power to basically make you a monster, and then we're shocked that you're a and monster. You're a and you're monster. like, right. are you, though? Because, like, it doesn't feel like this should be a shocked thing.
1: Uh, he also attempted to kill um, a younger boy, and later, he's quoted as saying that he would have succeeded had he not been restrained. Yikes. Right? So,
0: I think it's most scary, too, because he's so fine with it. He's like, well, if you hadn't stopped me, I would have just killed him. I'm like, um, okay. That's still very scary.
1: It's super scary. Um, it gets even worse, guys. All right. So, at the age of 15. Okay, so he's still a kid. Fifteen. He was diagnosed um, by Dr. Leonard Carr as a psychopath, and Len- Dr. Leonard Carr predicted that Mackie, McK- it does kind of look like McKay now. <laughs> 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 um,
0: the people listening to us right now are like, girls, pick a side. No, seriously. <laughs> Which one do you want to be on? Sorry.
1: Um, but he predicted he would grow up to be a cold, psychopathic killer. So, that's, so that now that's three different professionals who have been like, yeah, he's 100% going to kill people.
0: Which is extra scary that they're just, everyone's like, yeah, he's just going to be I know, bad. I
1: like, there's not a whole lot you can do. I mean, they did try because it does say that around that same time he was committed to Moss Side Hospital, um, which is like a mental hospital. Uh, and he was, again, diagnosed as a psychopath. But he was released four years later in 1972. So he had a lot going on. So when he's released, um, is, you know, he's 18 or 19, probably, and he finds himself um, a little bit obsessed with Nazis and the whole Nazi lifestyle. Okay. Apparently. Kay. <laughs> um, so he gave himself the name Franklin the First, and his entire apartment was just filled with Nazi memorabilia. Um, so this was, he was living in London, and I guess he was kind of just known to be, like, on drugs, and he drank a lot, so he would just, like, you know, get high and then buy some Nazi stuff and decorate his apartment, you know? Like, cash. Whatevs. Who doesn't? Um so in 1973 so this is a few few years later he is actually near his mother's home in Kent um, and he was befriended by a priest Father Anthony Crean so you know they actually ended up being like pretty good friends but apparently that just did not matter to Mackie because he broke into the priest's home and stole some money Um. The priest actually tried to persuade the police not to arrest Mackie or prosecute him, but they did anyways. And so this priest (laughs) is a pretty good guy. If he's like, he broke in and stole a bunch of my crap, but please don't arrest him. Maybe he saw something in him and like wanted to, I don't know, help him, I guess. Um, So he was ordered um, to pay compensation for the money that he stole, which shocker, he didn't. (laughs) <laughs> and <Anne. laughs> this is my favorite line in one of the articles it says the incident caused a rift between the two and Mackie returned to London oh it caused a rift you say oh really <laughs> just that's, a little rift <laughs> that's shocking <laughs> Like, Yikes. oh my god so yeah that was interesting so yeah I would say so we get a little bit more into his crimes now okay yeah um so if you want to talk about let's see what happened on March 21st. He was only 22. So he's still pretty young when all this is happening. Um, yeah. In like
0: yeah. very young. Right. Like I know when you're a kid you're like, oh my god, 22 sold. So but like so young. So young. So on March 21st of 1975, uh, Mackie used an axe to kill Father Crean at his home in the village of Shorn. That's awful. Hacking through the victim's skull and watching him bleed to death.
1: Ugh. And, like, so this priest was so, like, no, let's give him a chance. Like, I can work with him. And apparently not.
0: And so he was very quickly arrested after um, because a police officer had actually recalled the incident between him and Father Crean 18 months earlier. So this police officer must have been like, hey, you know what? I have a feeling of someone we could at least talk to about this. Right. Because... That whole thing went down. So then he was soon considered by police to be a suspect in at least a dozen other killings over the previous two years, most victims being elderly women who had been stabbed or strangled during robberies. The poor elderly population. Seriously. Like, come on now, just let them live. Um, He later claimed to have murdered 11 people. So, mind you, there was no connection to him in murders at all like not one and then literally he kills father Crean, and they're like oh you know what this might be our guy
1: yeah
0: and then he's like by the way i did actually kill 11 people like oh okay that escalated very fast
1: i know so i wonder like did he actually um what's the word i'm looking for confess wow That
0: took a lot out of me. We're doing really great today. (laughs) Sorry,
1: I'm just, I just am tired, okay? I have no other excuse than I'm tired.
0: Uh, It happens.
1: I wonder if he actually confessed to those 11.
0: Yeah. So, well, it says he later claimed to have murdered 11. So I'm assuming he said, though, like, oh. I, like, again, we've talked about this because I just don't understand where does a serial killer draw the line of, like, this is what I'm going to tell you I did versus this is what I'm not going to tell you I did. And, like,
1: uh, it's just funny because especially when, like, they know that they're lying, like, they have proof, it's like, but why are you lying about it?
0: I always get really confused when people continue to lie about it because I'm like, you wouldn't be here if they had no evidence. <laughs> 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 it's like,
1: hey, like, you're not here, like, just for shits and giggles. Like... They do not take this lightly,
0: right? So, it's just kind of crazy to me. Um, So anyway, he was eventually charged with five murders, but two charges were dropped due to a lack of evidence. Ironically, Mm, okay. Um, And in November of 1975, he was convicted of manslaughter.
1: Oh, so they didn't convict him of murder because of quote diminished responsibility. Which usually means something, like, mental.
0: Yeah, so diminished responsibility is basically considered an unbalanced mental state that is considered to make a person less answerable for a crime and has grounds for a reduced charge. It does not classify them as insane. It's like it's like you're not insane, but you're not competent. You're in between. Right. That's basically what diminished responsibility
1: is. I mean, there obviously had to be something seriously wrong with him. Just think about all the things he did as and everything, a super and this, young kid.
0: Right, like everything he went through, like everything he was forced or people told him he should be doing, basically. Right. So that's pretty crazy. Um, so he was convicted of manslaughter due to the diminished responsibility and was sentenced to life imprisonment. Still imprisoned more than 44 years later. Whoa. So, like, literally talking about today, guys. He's reported to be among 50 or so prisoners in the UK incarcerated under a whole life tariff and unlikely to ever be released.
1: Well,
0: I However, so. so that's that's his story. It's very short. We don't have an insane amount of info on him. But the reason we chose him is because, well, A, Paul. But B, Paul actually brought up a really interesting point, which is what we're going to talk about now. So um, our good friend Patrick here was moved to an open prison. Yes. So I'm going to tell you guys what an open this prison is. This blows
1: my mind, guys.
0: Seriously. An open prison also known as an open jail, is any jail in which the prisoners are trusted to serve their sentences with minimal supervision and perimeter security and are often not even locked up in their prison cells. They're actually allowed to take up employment while serving their sentence. So in the UK, open prisons are often part of a rehabilitation plan for prisoners that have been moved from closed prisons.
1: So. They may be
0: designated training prisons and are only for prisoners considered a low risk to the public. The idea of an open prison is often criticized by members of the public. Not shocking at all. Prisoners in open jails do not have complete freedom and are only allowed to leave the premises for specific purposes, such as going to an outside job. Okay, but you're still allowed to leave. Right. Um. So it basically says... Are there any
1: in the U.S., though,
0: or is this, like, a European thing? Well, here, let me... So this says, in Ireland, there have been controversy about the level of escape from open prisons, and it's been attributed to the use of the prison to transfer prisoner bills unsuitable for open conditions, but it also reduces overcrowding in closed prisons. So the idea of, obviously, the open prison is to rehabilitate prisoners rather than punish them. So... Okay, okay. Here's my issue with this.
1: Now, I can totally get on board with this for drug offenses. For, I mean, really other than, just for, for lack of a better word, more minor offenses. I cannot get on board with this for murder. Yeah, like murder, rape, child molestation, anything like that. Like, sorry, no. You lost your privileges. You don't get to be in an open prison and have a job and like. Have well, it's a, like, not even
0: the fact that they're in an open prison. It's the fact that if you're in an open prison, it generally means you're being rehabilitated because to they're be gonna released. let you out,
1: right?
0: Which and again, guys, I tell you because the article is only from twenty eighteen. The one I read about, he was like secretly moved there. Like they didn't tell. They weren't like say
1: why. Because what no. I want to know is, so he's been deemed a psychopath. Mm -hmm. which means that he has no human emotions. Like, he doesn't have any guilt or anything like that. He's been said by a number of professionals, mental health, teachers, police officers, that he would be a killer. He is. He admitted to at least 11 killings. And still, we're like, hmm, maybe he can be rehabilitated.
0: And so, first of all, he got a ton of like freedom and leverage in this situation not only was he moved to the open prison but he also was able to change his name so like um, so there's actually an author who wrote an article last year and he was talking about how um, he was like looking into Mackie's gruesome history of being like such a terrible serial killer and all this stuff and how he literally was able to change his name and then was moved to an open prison so, like, people literally, like, we, like, forgot he was a serial killer. Oh so they wrote a book called Britain's Forgotten Serial Killer, The Devil's Ooh. Disciple, a detailed and dramatic account of the notorious Nazi-obsessed killer and his victims. <gasps> yeah. Sorry, guys, we did not read that <laughs> Never. before we did this. I apologize. <laughs> um, so, first of all, there's, like, a lot of pictures, and we'll post some of them um, as we talk about him when this publishes. Um, because there's definitely, like, very interesting ones of him that look like he's mentally ill. Right. Like, you can see it in his face or, like, the like something he does or whatever. So I tried to look into why he was being moved, and I couldn't find it anywhere, and maybe someone else found it, and I just overlooked it because I had read, like, 20 different things about him. <laughs> um, but it just is, like... First of all, I don't think you should be able to change your name because then people can't find you, and you're a fucking serial killer. I
1: just think all of your rights
0: are gone. Are gone. I think open prison should be for people who like, okay, um, I'm in jail because like I sold drugs, and exactly like no one died. I just shouldn't have been selling drugs, right? And it's been like ten years. Like I should be able to
1: white collar crimes. Like okay, cool, fine.
0: And the worst part is this whole thing is happening with like out the general public's knowledge. So they're like not alerting people that he changed his name. They didn't they hadn't alerted people that he was getting moved. Like they hadn't alerted anyone that like he had the chance to go free. Right. And I'm sorry, but being in prison for that long is not like you're not just going to come out and be like, I'm fine. Because even if you're not in the whole serial killer mindset anymore, you're still super fucked up because you've been in prison for 44 years.
1: Well, and the other thing is he was he was messed up from day one. Now, yes, I understand that his father beat him, but and I don't condone that at all. However, there are a lot of people who get beat when they are children right they do not become serial like there's something wrong like fundamentally wrong with him that at age 12 he's beating his mother and sisters and actually has to be removed and institutionalized
0: like that's a messed up shit and it it's insane to me too because no one like like all these people talk about how fucked up he was but no one like they were like, so I think he's probably going to be a serial killer. And right. that was it like, until yeah, he I killed know. a bunch of people.
1: It is a shame, though, that, like, we like, can't... This is why
0: mental health is a big deal, because it's things right. like that where you're like, oh, well, they look terrible, but, like, maybe you can't afford it. Or maybe right. people just don't take it as seriously. And then people become killers, and they're like, oh, we saw that come in. But think like, about it. It's not okay. like there's
1: any rules.
0: Even yeah.
1: because I've watched, because all I do is watch creepy documentaries... Uh, about kids who have been diagnosed like okay they're they're a psychopath like this is it but you can't imprison someone for what they might do it's like you have to wait until it already happens
0: so right which again i think is definitely a spot in our i don't want to say justice system but just in the world of how we respond to right. mental health is such a big issue because so many things could be avoided if we took action. Then
1: I know mean, about how do you take action?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Though I'm not saying I have the answer. I'm just saying it's people just don't even bother to. I mean, I'm not saying no one. I'm sure there's right. people out there that are like, this is a thing, but it's like, do you then decide? Okay, well, this person, we have deemed them a psychopath, like they're 12, so now we keep them in an institution.
1: I know, right.
0: But then it's like, if you get them the help you need, like, when do you get to the point where you trust them enough to put them in society and then hope they don't do anything? And then what if they do? Then it's like, oh. Right, exactly. So that's... That's pretty crazy. And I think it's crazy that they're so cool with not telling people that he's leaving. Like, they're basically like, so he changed his name. We secretly moved him. mm -hmm. And you can't just change your name on your own. Like, courts and judges and people have to sign off on that. In case you guys were wondering, we live in Rhode Island, and it is an insanely ridiculous process to change your name. Because when I I I went to just change my last name, I was going, that's obviously like a normal process, but I have two middle names. So I was going to change my name and drop one of my middle names and it was considered a full name change i would have had to go to court and explain why i wanted to do it and i was like i just want to drop a middle name right i'm not asking i'm not asking to add a new name i just want and they were like no you can't do that you have to go to court and like get a full approval so i was like well i guess i'm just gonna keep them both because that seems like a lot of work but i'm just saying like this guy's sitting in prison and someone's oh we're fine with you changing your name so people have no idea what your identity is which is so sketchy
1: sketchy
0: And then you're saying, oh, I'm also totally fine with the fact that we're going to move to this open prison, which means he's already out in the public, most likely, every single day.
1: Well, because think about the uproar.
0: Think about the public uproar. It would have made the news. But think about the uproar if you do it, if you release him and they don't know.
1: (laughs) I know, but I don't know. Maybe they just were... Like,
0: bitches be cray, and by bitches, I mean me. (laughs) And I just don't understand. Paul, great, great topic today, because... I didn't know open prisons were a thing. No. I actually looked up if there were They're open really prisons in the, in the USA. US. And there, there was, was one was in California one. Yep. 80 years ago.
1: And it did not work out well.
0: Yeah, no. It, so was, it was a no zero more. out of ten. Do not recommend. Right. So, um, I really appreciate you bringing this to our attention, Paul, though. Because I did not know open prisons was a thing. Because, you know, it's a and terrible idea, be, first of all. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: seriously. Um, but... It's just—it's very mind blowing to know that people are just so okay. Not people, I should say, but like who thinks this is a good idea, right? And like, like I don't see—I didn't see any studies about it. I didn't see like whatever, and it's like. I the whole thing that makes this situation so much sketchier is that they've done it in a very sketchy way. Exactly. It's like when people... It's like when my kids hide something from me and they're not doing anything wrong, but then I think they are because they're sketchy about it. And I'm like, right. why don't you just do it the right... Like, just do it. Right. Like, you just made you yourself just made get in trouble yeah. when you weren't doing anything suspicious. Right. Whereas this guy, it's like, you guys have done everything you possibly could to make this as sketchy as possible. Right. And then you're wondering, like, why people are questioning it. Yeah. So... That's a pretty crazy one. That's very scary.
1: It is really scary. Because
0: if it works... If somehow it works out and eventually it's adopted in other places, that means you're literally uh, just letting I out people. Not
1: because... Okay, so... <laughs> confession. Um, since we started doing this podcast, I have, like, a genuine fear and I'm thanking my dad for putting this idea in my fucking head. Thanks, dad. That there's going to be, like, a serial killer who goes after podcasters who do things about serial killers. Oh, I don't think that would happen. I 100% do. No, I don't.
0: What In what world would that not happen? Because, like, what do they care about? We're making them more famous. Serial killers love that shit. So, no. if anything, they're gonna come admire us and I mean, then not like kill us gonna, by I know, accident. I mean,
1: like, just some a random Joe Schmo serial killer. Not, so, like, not cause we haven't like covered
0: him. him? Why is he killing us? I <laughs> don't
1: know. It's just a really slightly irrational fear that I have.
0: Okay, I mean, that's fair. Everyone's allowed to have rational fears. Um, that one is definitely not mine. <laughs> I just don't, yeah, I just don't see it happening. I don't know. I just don't think they can because, like, we're not hunting them down. They're already, Well, you're. we're wrong. just chatting about them. Okay, you're wrong. Okay, well. It's probably going to happen. That's how we're going to die. If it's my time, it's my time. <laughs> that's all I got to say on that one. But anyway, guys, that is Patrick David Mackey or McKay we have no idea <laughs> please don't tell us no just kidding <laughs> don't, please don't write us angry
1: emails about because them. we're
0: really bad at name pronunciation Ugh, like we've been saying that since the first episode exactly if you haven't accepted it by so now aware. we're really sorry yes um but anyway Please like us, rate us, follow us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, email, serial cafe at gmail.com. We are always open to suggestions, just comments. Like if you just want to like give us oh, a yeah. shout out, tell us, we really sucked in an episode Te- like comments, feedback. We're open to all those things. And definitely please make sure you rate us on whatever podcast app you use. Please, if you are please, please. enjoying us this far, okay? it definitely so does make a difference.
1: rating makes a difference. Please rate us.
0: So that's all we have for today. S K C friends, we'll see you next week. Happy Wednesday.